there's so much potential for us in January. Like there's still many things that we need to revisit. We still need to be patient. We still need to be intentional about what we do. But it's like we can finally do something about it now. And I know a lot of us, especially if you're like me and you're an ambitious soul, you want to get stuff done. <laughs> Welcome to the Rising Podcast. This is the podcast for ambitious souls to learn about powerful tools to help you understand yourself, your relationships, and your surrounding environment on a deeper level. The Rising Podcast will teach you about topics like astrology, numerology, psychology, and philosophy, the hermetic laws of the universe, and other occult and esoteric topics. I'm your host, Vanessa Sophie. I'm an astrologer, consultant, and coach. My mission is to help ambitious souls rise to their ultimate potential and get better results in business and all areas of life. Thank you so much for tuning in and enjoy the episode. Hello, my friends. Before we jump into the episode, I just wanted to make a quick announcement to let you know that, first of all, these forecast episodes are always recorded live, so I do them live on Zoom, so the sound quality is never the same, really, and and there's more conversation with people, so even though I edit the podcast a little bit, I edit the recording a little bit to cut out, you know, places where there might be things that are not relevant for you on the podcast, I just wanted to still let you know that the, the, the sound quality is never the same because it is recorded on Zoom rather than via microphone. And also wanted to say a huge heartfelt thank you. Thank you for tuning in again and again on these monthly forecast episodes. It's always the most favorite ones. It's always the podcast that is the most listened to. And it's been really nice. It's been a year now, honestly, that I'm sharing this on the podcast and that I'm sharing the recording of that on the podcast. And it's always really nice to hear people's comments, people that are reaching out to me, you know, that, that use this podcast or this episode to to plan their month ahead, you know, to get an idea of what the energy you've had is going to be like. And I always love to hear, you know, everyone's feedback on how it helps them reflect on what is going on throughout the month and plan their month ahead and also just, you know, reflect back on what happened in the month and be like, oh my gosh, that is so true. You know, there was this this shift of energy. And it's always so helpful for me in a way and for, from people that I hear from, it's always so helpful to feel like we know what's going on, feel like we know what type of energy we're going through. And it makes us feel less alone, you know, that you're going through so much transformation. You're not alone in that. And there's a reason why we're going through this transformation. And by, you know, for you to listen to this this forecast, it helps you feel more anchored in knowing why there's all this shift of energy that is going on. And so, yeah, I just wanted to say thank you for that and also invite you, you know, if you haven't had the chance to join live yet, or if you didn't know that this was actually happening live, you're always invited to join. I love doing this with people because there's more of an opportunity to exchange and to get feedback as I'm recording this. And I love to hear, you know, to, to read people's comments. And even though I'm talking about myself, there's still a chat going on. And I love to read on, you know, what's going on in the chat. Um, so yeah, if you haven't had a chance to joining live, I would love to see you join in 2023 i always send an invitation a couple of days before the recording of the of the forecast to my mailing list with the link to join and then you also get a reminder two hours before we start recording and it always happens at the same time it's always the third monday of the month at 6 p.m est and so 
yeah, really, I invite you to mark this in your calendar and to join me. And if you have any questions regarding astrology, regarding on your personal transits, regarding on your chart, I always stay a little bit afterwards to talk with people as well. So yeah, I just wanted to send you a reminder that this is always happening live, that you can join live, that if you are signed up to my mailing list, you always receive an invite. If you have trouble with receiving my emails, sometimes they do end up in junk mail, so make sure you check there. And yeah, it will be my pleasure to continue connecting with you in 2023 and doing these monthly forecasts with you. So hopefully to see you there. And if you can't make it, it's always, always really nice to still hear your comments, even if you listen to the replay on the podcast. So again, thank you so much for listening and enjoy the episode. Grand Rising, my friends, and welcome to the monthly astrology forecast for the month of January 2023. So we are starting a new year and there's definitely some really interesting astrology transits going on for the start of the new year. It definitely feels like it's a new chapter and I'm excited to tell you why. <laughs> so if you don't know me, I'm Vanessa Sophie. I'm an astrologer and coach for spiritual entrepreneurs, just for entrepreneurs as well. And I've been studying astrology since 2018. I've been practicing it for many years now as well. And I use, in my practice, I use a mix of Western astrology, Vedic astrology, and numerology. So you'll hear a couple of things from all these different practices. And if you're new to my content as well, I also just wanted to give a disclaimer, as I always do, that I use the sidereal zodiac. So it's different than what most, especially if you come from the Western astrology background, it's different than most Western astrologers and what they use. So the transits might seem a bit off to you because what I use is the zodiac that follows the actual planets in the night sky. So if you were to look at where the planets are in the night sky currently, it would be different than what tropical astrology tells you or Western astrology tells you because they follow an algorithm that follows the season. So most of what Western astrology promotes is a zodiac that is in correlation with the seasons, while sidereal astrology follows the night sky. So that's the difference between the two. So that's why if you're feeling like the transits are a little bit different than what you know, that's probably why. If that's the case, I would suggest just pay attention to the insights that I share, so the content that I share, rather than the context. And if you have any questions, please also feel free to reach out to me anytime. So what I usually like to start with is just a general overview of what the month ahead is going to be like. So I'll give you some key dates for the transits that we have. And then after that, we'll go more into detail for each of the key transits. So if you are joining live or if you're listening to the recording, I recommend that you have something to take notes or even if you have your agenda with you or a calendar, just so that you can write down the key the key dates, it will be easier for you to remember them afterwards and, you know, just go back to it and be like, oh yeah, Vanessa said that this was happening. Um, and then for those as well who are in my community, I also share a link to download my Google calendar. So you can also add my calendar to yours so that you know what transits are going on so even myself I use it all the time I'm like opening up my calendar and I'm like where's Venus again and you know how long is it there for so having the calendar to your own calendar is really really helpful I hear lots of people that are really loving it 
And I also include a little bit of the description. So let's say, for example, I talked about Venus being in Capricorn. We'll include in the event description what is Venus in Capricorn and what does it mean. So therefore, you can go back to it and have the insights for that as well. So if you want the link for that, you can find the information in the show notes for the podcast and I'll also share, if you're a part of my community and my mailing list, it's always at the bottom of the mailing list as well. So general overview of the key dates for the month of January. We start the month with a full moon in Gemini on January 6th. Then on January 12th, that's where Mars stations direct. I'm looking forward to January 12th, for sure, for Mars to start moving forward again. January 14th is Capricorn season. So that's when the sun moves in Capricorn. On January 17th, we have Saturn moving in Aquarius. So this is a pretty big deal. We'll talk about it in a moment, but January 17th, Saturn moving in Aquarius. January 18th, Mercury will station direct. So Mercury will station retrograde at the end of December. I think it's on December 29th, I believe. And then we will start the year with Mercury retrograde and then it will station direct on the 18th. And then on January 21st, it's the new moon in Capricorn. On January 22nd, that's when Venus moves in Aquarius. And January 22nd, we have Uranus stationing direct. So Uranus has been retrograde for quite a while now, since August 24th. And we'll now finally hit retrograde uh, direct. So actually, after the month of January, that's going to be when all the planets will be officially going direct. So we are done with retrograde season. Isn't that exciting? <laughs> yeah, it definitely feels. And so actually, that brings me into the next topic, which I wanted to go into the general theme of January. And there's definitely a theme of moving forward in January. Like it's it's like, yeah, m- moving forward, like getting serious, getting down to your mission, your goals, what is it that you're here for? And yeah, like really it's just it's just back to business in, in January. <laughs> yeah, so there's multiple reasons why I'm saying this. You know, there's there's many transits that will indicate basically that we're that we're serious with our intention and we have more clarity on where we're going, you know, with the energy moving forward after all the retrograde planets stationing direct. There's much, there's a lot of energy that is getting us to move forward, but also in numerology, it's a, the universal month of numerology is eight. So the way that you calculate, just if you're interested in that, the way that you calculate the universal month in numerology is you will do the sum of all the numbers of the year plus the month. So let's take, for example, 2023. You do 2 plus 0 plus 2 plus 3, so you get 7. So the whole year 2023, the theme of it will be 7. But if you add January to that, which is the first month, so it's number 1, 7 plus 1 is 8. So we get 
an eight team for the full month of January. And the number eight is really good at business. Really, like if there's a number that will represent business, it would be the eight because it's very focused. It's very driven. Just the number eight, you know, if you look at the shape of the eight, it's like the infinity sign. It just keeps on going and going and going. So there's definitely a business a business feel to the number eight. Um, it's it's all about money as well. So money and power are the two biggest themes associated with the eight. So that's why it's very similar to Capricorn, actually. You know, Capricorn is also very driven and very um, very money-oriented and business-oriented. And even power as well can can definitely be topics related to Capricorn. So, yeah, so that's... And the energy of the eight, too, is all about abundance. You know, it's about things coming to a reality. The eight is the last number in the material world before completion. You know, like the number nine is more like you've accomplished everything on the on the material plane. And now you're moving on to the spiritual before you like ascend in a way. So that's why it's all about completion. But right before that is the eight. So the eight is here to conquer the material world. So that's that's the type of energy that we're seeing in January. And just, you know, starting a new year, being Capricorn season, you know, Saturn is moving into a new a new sign. So there's just a lot of new things coming up. It's like moving forward and here to like get down to conquer the material world and get, you know, like in January, it's like people are getting ready for their New Year's resolution. Like you have new goals, like you're like ready to tackle to tackle the new year and like accomplish great things. You know, like we always have lots of motivation in January. So this year, especially with that energy, that we have it's like even more like yeah we're ready to move forward we're really ready to make great things happen so those are one of the many insights why i'm really excited about about this energy so when we start the year as i mentioned we'll start the year with both mars and mercury still retrograde so What's interesting about the month of January and our lifetime, in our lifetime, most of the time, you know, like we don't really hit the ground running right off in January. It's like we still have this like hangover period after the holidays and it takes like a good week or maybe two. Like some people will like take even longer to come back to the office after the holidays to have a little bit of extra time before they get back to business. And that's partially because in sidereal astrology, we actually start Capricorn season in mid-January. So I find that really interesting because we're still, you know, during the whole holiday period, we're, we'll be in Sagittarius season. And Sagittarius is very fun, lighthearted, explorator type of sign and even the sign of travel so it's interesting how lots of people will travel during the holidays you know it's very it's very fun there's lots of parties it's very social so those are all very Sagittarius like energies and so we have this whole Sagittarius energy going on during the holidays and it takes a good two weeks before we switch into Capricorn season and that's really when we go back to business we go back in the office we're now ready to go about our goals and all of that so if you feel like you're not exactly 
in the new vibe to like tackle your goals on January 1st, it's probably why. We're still in in Sagittarius season, but we'll have Capricorn season on the 14th. And even this year, even more so because we'll have two planets, two personal planets, which are felt on a more personal level, Mars and Mercury, that will still be, be retrograde. So Mercury being the planet of the mind and communication, it's like you're still revisiting ideas you're reconsidering certain things um might be going through communication issues might be going through delays um especially when it comes to business mercury is also the planet of business so yeah so definitely a little bit of delays here and there for at least two or three weeks and then mars the planet of action has been retrograde for the past two months so i've been chatting with people actually in the month of of december and lots of people have been feeling like they're slowed down we have less energy than we usually have it's like you feel like you're on track that you're off track with your routines and stuff like that you feel like things are going slower than you would like those are all things for that are linked to the mars retrograde so if you have been feeling that for the past two months, like give yourself some grace and realize that, yeah, there has been a delay from Mars retrograde asking us to just revisit certain things, you know, reestablish the foundation of things. That's really how I see the Mars retrograde is how if you feel like things are not moving as fast as you would like, or if you feel like things are not moving forward, it's just because you're meant to build a foundation, you know, especially when it comes to actions and goals and moving forward about things. Mars is usually very spontaneous. It's usually like it likes to go fast. It likes to take action. But sometimes you need to go back on those actions to make sure that the foundation is properly established before you can move forward. So that's why we're starting the the year with still this energy going on. And if you listen to the forecast of December, I talk about how December is a lot about that. December is a lot about revisiting our goal and revisiting our plan and just, you know, making sure that we have our plan down that you know that that we have this figured out and that it's not necessarily the time where we're going to be taking action on everything i feel like it's more half of after mid-january that things are actually going to start moving forward but in the meantime it's really much more about figuring out the plans and the actions until those two planets start going forward again and Yeah, so that's mostly the first week of of January. So as you can see here, Mercury will actually be retrograde mostly in Sagittarius. So if you want to know how this affects you precisely, you can um, look at where Sagittarius is in your chart. If, for example, you would be a Sagittarius rising, well, Mercury retrograde would be in your first house. And the Mars retrograde would be in your sixth house of routines and work and labor and all of that. So anyone who's a Sagittarius rising in sidereal astrology would probably be going through lots of questioning and revisiting through their their personal routine and health and all of that. Yeah, I see Emily says Mars retrograde is exhausting. Yeah, definitely been feeling that. A lot of us. I've heard tons of stories of people struggling with the Mars retrograde. 
and it's a long one as well you know we're used to mercury retrograde being like three weeks but this one is like two and a half months <laughs> so hang in there we're almost done and okay so we are january 1st so there's not any specific transits going on the first week of january i guess the biggest one we have is the full moon on january 6th the full moon on january 6th so the moon will be in gemini in in the nakshatra of ardra ardra is actually the nakshatra represented by a teardrop and it's a lot about transformation and like going through big lessons and so having the moon in there i can definitely see that there's you know especially a full moon typically full moon tends to be more emotional there's more lessons that needs to be learned the full moon is the peak of the lunar cycle so it's when the moon is fully uh, illuminated and so there's more lessons that are coming up in the surface there's more illuminations that are coming up and more things that we can better understand what needs to be readjust readjusted for the next half of the cycle so yeah so this one specifically i feel like definitely can be you know there can be a piece of knowledge because Gemini is very um, intellectual and, and Ardra specifically has a, has a thirst for knowledge, like needs to know everything. But I feel like there's lots of, of transformation through that as well. And to be able to go through the transformation, what can be difficult sometimes is that you have to let go of things. Like Ardra specifically, the deity that rules that specific nakshatra, is the god of storms. So there's this chaotic storm energy that needs to happen in order to have the rainbow afterwards. So yeah, that's that's that full moon that we go with on January 6th. So it's like shaking things up before the dust settles. That's definitely Gemini will enjoy that. <laughs> Okay, January 6th, we have the full moon. And then there was something I wanted to talk about on January 7th, because as the as Mercury is moving backwards, being retrograde, it ends up conjuncting the sun. And when there's a planet that gets close to the sun, it's like the sun will absorb that energy. And so it's almost like we don't, like, if you were to look at the sky, you wouldn't be able to see Mercury because the sun would be taking over, basically. So that's why the sun will absorb the energy of Mercury. So around January 7th, it feels like, it's almost like we don't see Mercury anymore. And Mercury represents communication and intellect. So it can feel like maybe speech can be a little bit more difficult on that day, or maybe like communication might be more difficult, and especially because it's retrograde on top of that. So definitely around January 7th, there can be, you know, just be aware of communication on that day. And I would say also, because the sun represents the ego, when Mercury and the sun are conjunct, could be that you're expressing more from a place of ego, and that's not necessarily from a healthy place. So just, yeah, just being aware of the energy of communication around 
January 7th. And then that brings us to March 12th, which is my favorite day of January, mostly because Mars is going direct on that day. And that's something that we've been looking forward to for at least two months. So Mars finally stopping going retrograde and it's going to start moving forward again. What's interesting with when Mars is retrograde is that it lasts for so long, as I mentioned, like it's been retrograde for two and a half months. It's in the sign of Taurus and it's so slow. So it's been in Taurus for, or it's going to be in Taurus for five months total because it's actually going to leave Taurus in March, I think. Yeah, March 12th. So we still have another two months, at least two and a half months of Mars being in Taurus. So it's so slow, but the beautiful, the, the beautiful thing is about, um, the beautiful thing about Mars in Taurus is that it's very patient, dedicated, persistent, and committed. And so think of, think back on everything that you've been working on and putting your energy towards since August, because that's when Mars first ingressed in Taurus and how hard you've been working towards that until October and then maybe October you felt like you started to slow down maybe you felt like you had to go back and you know redo certain things revisit certain things um and now moving forward again but what's exciting about that is that now from the next two months you can work moving forward again but feel even more committed even more ready for what's coming up because you've taken the time to go back and restructure everything and and really anchor yourself and build a strong foundation in order to move forward so yeah actually if you wanted to use that energy and anchor that energy into a new project on that day Mars energy would be really potent and it would be good, consistent, paced energy from Mars. Okay, so on the 12th, January 12th, Mars stations direct and move forward again. And then on January 14th, we have Capricorn season. So the sun will officially move in Capricorn and Moving Capricorn season, that's when we're actually going to be ready to work on our goals, to be committed, to be practical. Those are all Sagittarius traits. So it's definitely more serious. Yeah, more intentional, more serious, getting down to business, ready to tackle your goals. Uh, Very responsible as well. You might feel like you're more responsible during that time. Um... Yeah, lots of Capricorn energy overall in January, but switching into Capricorn season, that's really when all the commitment towards your new resolutions are going to be feeling like you're really ready for it. So I'm curious, maybe uh, let me know on that day how you observe the shift of energy. But I know last year I definitely felt the shift from Sagittarius to Capricorn. It's like, okay, now I'm ready. Now I'm ready. Let's do this. So that's moving in Capricorn season on January 14th. And then after that, January 17th, the big 
event with Saturn moving in Aquarius. So Saturn has been in Capricorn for the past two and a half years. And so think back maybe on all the lessons that you've learned in during, over the past two and a half years and what type of what type of restructure have you had to do in your personal life or in, in your career maybe or you know wherever Capricorn is in your chart it would maybe give you some insights on what topics of life were the most affected but definitely think back on all the growth you've had in the past two and a half years or maybe the restrictions the challenges the lessons the patience and you've had to develop and all of that those are all Saturn themes and so now we're wrapping up this chapter and moving on to the next one <laughs> and so I didn't want to mention too for people that are born in between 1993 and 1996 this would likely be your Saturn return starting as well so definitely for those people huge shift of energy in the sense that it's time to be an adult and to be more responsible and yeah it's like when Saturn comes I feel like it's a little bit of a reality check it's like okay now it's time to take this seriously okay so Saturn and Aquarius I would definitely recommend that you look at what house is Aquarius in your chart so knowing which house Saturn will be in too you can reflect and think ahead on the fact that you will probably have responsibilities and challenge coming up around that specific theme. So for example, the 11th house is your hopes and inspirations, but also groups of people. So it could be more restrictions and boundaries with your friends or more challenges with your friends um, or the groups of people that you are a part of maybe you're doing some volunteering and you're going to be um, taking more responsibility in that so those could be themes for example of someone that would be an Aries rising with Saturn in the 11th house so with Saturn in Aquarius just by itself I personally don't like to go into making predictions for the collective. I know some astrologers will do that. So, you know, they'll probably tell you things like Saturn and Aquarius is, can can bring um, certain restrictions for communication, for example. So at a glance, I would say, yeah, like on a collective level, you could see um, probably more restrictions when it comes to freedom of speech or even technology, like more restrictions and how, especially communication through technology, you know, like social media, we hear about this more and more where there's um, restrictions to what is being shared on social media, what is being shared, yeah, publicly. So those, in my opinions, at a glance, those would be themes that we would see with Saturn and Aquarius. Um, I know plenty of other astrologers are going to make predictions for that. That is not personally my field so I'm not venturing that much into that but just wanted to give these mini insights on a personal level Saturn and Aquarius is allowing us to approach approach our vision on a more individual path 
because Aquarius is naturally very individualistic. It's like it doesn't really care if it's not following the crowd. It's going to do its own thing. And it's very much more focused on freedom and individuality than fitting in a box or trying to fit in with society. So there's more of a vision of what it looks like to be yourself, of what it looks like to be more authentic, to be more in connection with your own individual path rather than following the crowd. So I feel like Saturn and Aquarius can help with that. Which is actually perfect for the new offers that I will be launching in 2023. So just making a small uh, marketing note here. So yeah, definitely Saturn transitioning into new sign can be indicating in what area you will have to implement more boundaries going through a reality check, maybe have better structure, take on more responsibilities, getting more serious about it, having certain lessons you need to learn. Saturn is a very karmic planet. So it's just pointing out where you have lessons to learn. Okay, before I move on to the next half of the month, I wanted to just take a short pause halfway and just inform you on some new projects and new offers that I will be sharing in 2023. So maybe you've heard a little bit before, I've been talking about my coaching container and I've actually readjusted the support for the coaching container a little bit. Um, it's going to be focused for entrepreneurs who want help in their personal lives and will really focus on mostly your relationships, your confidence in yourself, how to navigate life. Uh, you know, like life always goes through transits and there's cycles, there's ups and downs. So I really want to be able to support entrepreneurs with their personal life because I really see how you're probably aware of that. Everything in your life, all the results that you're experiencing is a direct, is the direct outcome of how you're doing internally. So if you're not doing well internally, your relationships are not doing well, your, your, you know, your business is not doing well, your results and all areas of life are going to get impacted by where it starts. So that's why the type of coaching that I want to offer is really meant to focus on what's going on internally and you know how is that affecting your outside life uh, outside life so that you can get results better results in all those areas and then thrive in business thrive in your relationships by first focusing on yourself and getting aligned better with who you are and just knowing how to navigate life's cycles so more details to come on that later, but pay attention to that new coaching offer that will be readjusted in the next few weeks. I'll also be launching cons uh, consultation packages. So, for example, who doesn't, someone that wouldn't want necessarily commit to a coaching container for, you know, multiple months at a time, you can just purchase like a couple of consultation sessions to help with a specific topics. And the topics that I will be focused on in 2023 are going to be those who want support in business. So maybe you have, you need help in business strategy. You need help in making a decision in business. 
launching a new project, um, expanding a part of your business or something like that, that's something I will be supporting in. And the other piece is going to be relationship support. I'm getting more and more requests for relationship support. So whether you are in a relationship or you're single and you're looking to attract a relationship, um, those are all insights that I can help with the insights of astrology and numerology to get a better look at patterns and look at what you need to change and, and embrace within yourself, in your personal confidence, in how you communicate, in how you set boundaries in your relationships. And that can be romantic relationships, but it can also be family, co-workers, collaborators, friends. It can be all sorts of relationships. So yeah, consultation packages, the coaching container, and there's actually going to be packages for readings for couples and families that I'll be launching as well. So that's just a little glimpse of what is coming up that I wanted to share with you. Now, coming back to the forecast, we are now on January 17th, and I actually wanted to bring to your attention after after Saturn moves in Aquarius. So on January 17th, or around that time, there's the sun that's going to join Pluto very, very close, or it's going to basically transit over to Pluto. So it's going to be with Pluto for a couple of days. And that right there, I feel like it's going to be very good for power in the sense that we're going to be working hard. You, you have like energy to do things and to accomplish things. And, and you just feel really confident. You just feel like you're ready to dominate the world, basically. And so I like that energy. And I wanted to point that out around January 17th. And, you know, Mercury is just stationing direct the next day so i feel like around january 17th 18 19 really really good time to just do hard things and to feel confident and to feel ready to do great things so if you're thinking of doing something important in january even if you wanted to do like a sales pitch or a presentation or you have like a specific project that you wanted to work on Ideally, January 18th or 19th would be the best days to do that. Those are, yeah, it's actually good energy for that. Yeah, so on January 18th, Mercury stations direct. So that's now when we're officially moving forward. And all the planets will be moving forward again. Oh, wait. Actually, that's not true. We still have Uranus. That is retrograde until the end of the month. So after January, we'll be officially done with the retrogrades. But yeah, so as of January 18th, Mercury stationing direct. So now it feels like, you know, communication can go forward again. Um, if you've had any ideas, things that you wanted to implement from the, retro the Mercury retrograde, that's usually when we have lots of ideas, lots of things that we want to change, that we want to revisit. That would now be a good time to move forward with that. And we actually have a new moon in Capricorn two days after on the 21st so perfect timing to just start fresh start new set your intentions definitely January 21st new in Capricorn you're going to want to just set your intentions feel clear about that what are your goals what is it that you're 
doing in 2023, make sure that by that time, you're really, really clear on your goals and set your intentions with that new moon and implant that with that energy because it's really strong energy now to just move forward. As I mentioned, the, the theme of the month is moving forward. So after we've done so much revisiting over the past few months, there's so many things that have been coming up to the surface. Now we're good. You know, now we can really move forward and work towards that. As I just mentioned, January 21st, Numa and Capricorn. And then January 22nd, three things happen on January 22nd. We'll go one at a time. Okay, and then January 22nd, Venus moves into Aquarius. But what's interesting is that, so Venus represents relationships, love, money, beauty. And since, I think it's since the end of December. Yeah, since the end of December, it's been in Capricorn. So typically Venus in Capricorn is very serious and intentional about relationships. It's more focused on what we can do together as a relationship more than being super romantic, especially if we're looking at romantic relationships. More than having fun, I would say. It's more what can we do together? How can we help each other? How can we work towards our goals together rather than having fun in our relationships? And so there's already this element of seriousness in relationships that we've had in the month of January. And we're carrying this in the next chapter in the next season in Aquarius. Because Aquarius is also pretty distant, but Aquarius is a little bit more intellectual. So it's more feeling like you need to connect to connect on an intellectual level with your relationships, but still, still with intention and definitely individuality as well. I feel like you might want to be on your own path within your relationships. And on that day too, on January 22nd, Venus is conjunct Saturn, and Saturn is very serious. Saturn is very structure-oriented. So it adds to the seriousness of the relationship. And it adds to commitment, too, you know, like regenerating your commitments to your relationships. What is it that you want? What is it that you need from your relationships? What is it that you're committed to? Revisiting all those themes are good for Venus and Siren together. And Saturn is also a reality check. So that's where I feel like, you know, some people can get scared with Venus and Saturn together because Saturn can just be a reality check. So if there's something that is not working, if there's relationships that you need to let go of, and that's the theme that we've been talking for about for a couple of months now too, because you know, for the full year of 2022 and partially of 2023, there's lots of letting go of relationships because we have the South Node in Libra, the sign of relationships. So going back to that, we're continuing to let go of relationships. And so there can be a theme coming up with Venus and, and Saturn together, but it's nothing to be afraid of because it's just about 
making sure that your relationships are aligned with you. And that's what Saturn wants. It's to make sure that it's worth it. Saturn will naturally just give you the reality check that you need to help you set boundaries and restructure things and let go of things that just don't work, that are just not aligned. So we have this energy going on with Venus and Saturn on January 22nd. And then, yeah, Venus is going to transit through Aquarius for the rest of the month. So yeah, Venus and Aquarius can definitely be more individualistic and just wanting to be different. You may not want to be, you may not want to fit in. I'm thinking even like Venus from the perspective of beauty. Venus is also the planet of beauty. It can be, you want to change your style and just not feel like you're you're wearing the same thing as everyone else you know maybe you're buying something that is a little bit different than what you're used to so there's also that and then lastly yeah so lastly on january 22nd we have uranus stationing direct so that's when officially we'll be going with the retrograde planets uranus is the planet of rebellion chaos trying new things, surprises. So moving forward again, it's like maybe, and going back to the path of individuality, maybe there's certain things concerning your own level of freedom, your own level of individuality that you've been revisiting over the past few months that now you're breaking free from that. So think back on maybe the theme of individuality and what has been coming up since the end of August. And if there's anything significant that happened for you around August 24th, then that could be, you know, that chapter wrapping up. So yeah, that concludes our transits for the month of January. I'm definitely really excited about this month. I feel like there's so many things that there's so much potential for us to move into in January. Like there's still many things that we need to revisit. We still need to be patient. We still need to be intentional about what we do, but it's like we can finally do something about it now. And I know a lot of us, especially if you're like me and you're an ambitious soul, you want to get stuff done. And so it feels good for that. It feels good to be able to move into a new chapter and it's like we've been doing so much cleaning now that we're finally ready to actually do something about all of that work that we've been doing in the past few months so as i mentioned also note down in your calendar january 4th that's when we'll be doing the forecast for the full year of 2023 so i'm really excited about this one this is going to be a big one and for anyone who's listening to the replay on the podcast you are welcome to sign up to come and join us live for the next events so you just go on my website i'll put the link in the show notes as well and you can sign up to receive the invite and also get my monthly newsletters so i always send a newsletter with all the transits for the month so i thank you very much for joining in today and i will wish you a beautiful start of 2023 
and beautiful month of January.